Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the twelfth chapter. When Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. Though he had done so many signs before them, they still did not believe in him, so that the words spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe. For again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many even of the authorities believed in him. But for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. And Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor James Hageman, from Our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Overland, Missouri. Some people see things differently. The artist Reinhold Marxhausen did. You saw a puddle of water. He saw rainbows. You saw styrofoam, metal, and wire. He saw sculptures in sound, art for the ears as well as for the eyes. If you'd like to see what I mean, you can go to YouTube Type in the name Reinhold Marxhausen and listen to his interview on the David Letterman show back in 1986. You'll see with your ears what I mean. Our reading today records some of Jesus' words the week before his death. St. John, who wrote them down, saw things differently. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, when they came to this week, wrote about how Jesus cleansed the temple and how he taught the people about the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and about the end times. John saw the same week, and he saw it differently. He is constantly thinking about what Jesus said about belief and unbelief and about what the glory of God is. We take that last first. What is glory? To John, there are two kinds of glory, the glory of men and the glory of God. The glory of man is obvious because it's something you see. The glory of man is Jay-Z and Beyonce, Bono and the Beatles. The glory of man is Donald and Hillary. The glory of man is the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Royals. 
The glory of man is the winners in life. But is the glory of man the glory of God? We'd like to think so. And so we see the glory of God in rosy-fingered dawn or in the terror of an earthquake. Worse, we see God's glory in man's glory. The man and woman who are thrown up as heroes before us are blessed by God, we think. We want to be like them. We want that glory. Surely God favors them. Not so fast. God does not see glory the way we do. And John contrasts the glory of God with the glory of man. They are not the same thing. In fact, they often oppose each other. For the glory of God is not really found where we see it. It is found where we least expect it. The glory of God is found in him who is lifted up for our sake on a cross, that instrument of torture and death. I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. So says Jesus. God's glory, his reality, his favor and blessing are found in a man who dies alone on a cross. The heavens dark with the wrath and the curse of God, the people jeering and laughing, the shame overwhelming. This is God's glory. This is his plan. And this is your hope, your one and only hope. This is where the belief and the unbelief come in. Many people saw the glory of man in Jesus. After all, he had provided food for the crowds. He had healed their sick. He had raised their dead. And he himself had risen from the dead. But as Moses says in the story of the rich man and Lazarus, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. It turns out that belief does not come from seeing, but from hearing. Lord, Isaiah writes, who has believed what he heard from us? And what have we heard? This Jesus whom you crucified is both Lord and Christ. He is the one who removes the darkness and death of our sin. He is the one who, by dying in shame, gives us God's glory by forgiving our sin and cleansing us from all unrighteousness. He even forgives us the lust of our eyes for loving the glory of man more than the glory of God. God's glory is still found in places where you would not expect it. In a splash of water on a baby's head, in a pasty wafer and a sip of wine, in a fool who stands before us and declares us free and forgiven. There is God's glory. There is light in the darkness. There is life in the face of death. God's glory is also found in those who believe. In heads bowed before the scimitar's blow strikes them down. In hospital beds as cancers kill. In weakness, pain, suffering, there is the Christ, the glory of God, witnessing to the world. Do not disbelieve, but believe. For blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. This is what it means to see differently, to see with our ears, not our eyes. It's sort of like a sculpture in sound. So, see differently. Amen. We thank Pastor James Hageman from Our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Overland, Missouri, for today's meditation on God's Word.